Hey everyone, welcome back to Podcast of the Galactic Heroes. We are on episode 6 of season... Episode nine? Nine? 21 of... Oh, episode uh, 6 of this, yes. Episode 21. Yeah, episode 6 of, of season 9, which is actually season uh, 5? <laughs> 6? Exactly. Something like that? Look, look. Numbers are hard. They put numbers in the title, it's not my fault. <laughs> they did it. <laughs> season 009. There, that makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, that clears up everything. <laughs> uh, so... Well, we're doing uh, episodes uh, 21 to 24 today, and um, so I thought Pyrokinetic Dog was going to be the peak, <laughs> and then I saw episode 21, thought that was going to peak, and then found out I was wrong again. This is just an unbelievable array we have coming up here. It's so funny that we told you guys that, that the Pyrokinetic Dog was going to get upped, and then it got upped even further. Instantaneously. Instantaneously. Before this episode 21 even ends, yes. they have already one-upped episode 21. Oh my god, I enjoyed that. <laughs> it feels it's like unbelievable. It, it kind of falls in like the, the persona thing. They just keep upping the stakes until, you know, well, I guess we'll get there. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going after this set of episodes? We don't know. Yeah, I don't... Like, what... <laughs> Ugh, yeah, where do, do you I, go from are that? They, are they fighting universal constants at this point? Like, I guess we'll see. They gotta go to space. Like, you have <laughs> you to. Must. Um, so yeah, episode 21. This is the dinosaur episode, because why the fuck <laughs> would you not have dinosaurs? <laughs> Duh. Uh, we see 2, 5, and 9. They're watching a slideshow from the scientist guy who's talking about dinosaur facts. They're pack hunters. They're smart. They're clever girls, etc. Uh, the dinosaur, or the doctor's name is Ross. Uh, he thinks dinosaurs are cold, cold or warm-blooded. Two says he's a fucking idiot because obviously dinosaurs are cold-blooded. They're Ross reptiles. Says, <laughs> Two's an expert in dinosaurs. Yeah, this dude has been frozen since 1940 and just happened to show up a couple weeks ago. Knows more about dinosaurs than this paleontologist dude. But... He was a dinosaur guy. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, so they're on this cliff and they're looking down into this forest area. It's like untouched wilderness. Um... The Ross has explained like these steep cliffs keep the ecosystem pristine. It's like a time capsule in there, like it's been untouched by humans since humans came to living. Um, Ross says like there's a dinosaur down there, and I want you three to capture it. No talking to the press now. Also, also presumably untouched by comets. For the record, right, that would true. be another another presumed. They don't mention that, but I think it's important to remember that if a dino lived, there would also be no comets. That's, <laughs> I think no that's comments. part of the deal. Yeah. Yeah, so we're also introduced to another, like, assistant scientist guy, the smug dude uh, named Dr. Kaylee. He has glasses. Um, he has look- the Black Ghost sunglasses, the brand. <laughs> yeah, so uh, apparently they'd be seeing this one dinosaur down there drinking near a lake, and so they warn him, like, you know, it could be around there, be careful. And so 2, 5, and 9 go down into the canyon. Uh, two asks if this Dr. Loss dude is legit, and 9 starts monologuing that Gilmore got this letter. And so we go to fas- flashback land, um, we see that uh, Nine gives him this letter and Gilmore opens it and looks at it and apparently this Ross guy worked at Black Ghost Lab with him so uh, they're so, talking so he's got to be evil right because there's only one scientist that worked for Black Ghost that wasn't evil he was just extremely stupid and that's Gilmore <laughs> well there's that other guy the one who had the daughter who was also very gullible he was a good sure, guy there, there's True. Two, there's there are two, two types. types there's the gullible and then there's the evil so you got if you're still wearing the glasses, I think we know what camp you're in, right? Maybe it's just sunny yeah. down there. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So one uh, comes out of his cage or crib or whatever and starts uh, filling in that like uh, this guy was a robo genius and he helped build all the cyborgs and 
Yeah, it doesn't really matter. He's a paleontologist now. He asked for help because he wants two, five, and nine to get these dinosaurs. Yeah, there's a lot of reasoning, but long story short, none of it matters. All that matters is they're there now, and there's dinosaurs. <laughs> like, it's, yep. yeah. They, I, I don't understand. I don't, this never pays off, no. having him be like, like it's ridiculous. <laughs> it, it's funny they picked two, five, and nine specifically. I wonder if that was their idea, because I feel that seven could help a lot. Like, if he turned himself into a dinosaur, that could attract I think attract the letter asked specifically. Specifically for two, five, and nine. Huh. Uh, there was some dialogue about that, and yeah, I'm not sure why. Because uh, the dinosaur is very fast, so he chose the fastest one. <laughs> right, right. And also five, because he uh, loves nature. Like Android 16. Yeah, it's all. Of it course. Is. So the uh, flashback skips a bit forward. Um, it's two, five, and nine on a plane. Um, they're meeting with Ross. Um, he greets them and like they don't remember him from their cyborg being built a days and he kind of apologizes saying, you know, I'm sorry I built you. It wasn't my intent, you know, all that. Uh, he introduces the assistant, Dr. Kaylee. Um, he does not look scheming or evil at all. I don't know oh. why you would think that. He looks like a very evil version of 007. <laughs> yeah. Uh, back in the present, uh, Nine is wondering if Ross regrets all the stuff he did to him or whatever. Uh, we get a lot of shots here of like five just listening around, and I think they're trying to the play the whole Native American trope of being in touch with nature. It's kind of weird. And um, it's even weirder because like it happens three or four times and doesn't really pay off at all. No. It's just like, what was that? No, well, he's that kind of nothing. surprised by the dinosaurs later, so I yeah. don't know. Why we're trying Eventually, to... they go, oh, five, yeah. you were right. And they're like, but you didn't do anything about it. <laughs> you didn't it. mention it to us. There's one part where he puts his ear to the ground and goes over there because he can hear a dinosaur moving nearby, which I feel like I could do without putting my ear to the ground. <laughs> I feel like I could just hear where a dinosaur was because they're quite big. You know, why didn't they bring three, the person who could see through trees and mountains and hear things a million miles away? Why didn't they bring the baby? Just have the baby just teleport baby, out a dino. Baby sleeping. Baby, yeah, I can't use them. Baby sleeping. <laughs> the baby would be scared of dinosaurs. <laughs> uh, so they make their way to the lake where they saw the dinosaurs, but it's becoming nighttime, so they make a fire. Uh, again, I don't know why you would make a fire to scare the dinosaurs away. Um, Nine is staring at the fire kind of forlornly, and two asking what's up, and Nine's like, you know, nothing, I, I feel fine. So five's like, look up at the stars, and I don't know. Where that scene goes, it doesn't matter. Uh, they all fall asleep. Eventually there's movements in the bushes. They wake up and see a dino drinking at the lake. Uh, they spot it, and the moon comes out, and they start chasing it because the dino runs off. Uh, and the rest of the episode is good because the rest of this first part of this episode was pretty boring. We, but now we're getting it out of the way. It's, it's time to fight a dinosaur for twelve minutes. <laughs> now cyborg versus dinosaur. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. So five attracts it. The um, the sun comes up. It's kind of weird the day night cycle going on here, but um, the dinosaur is really fast. It's like one of those velociraptor types. So uh, two and nine are like, listen, five, you stay here. We'll go chase after it, and we'll chase it back into you. So you they slow motherfucker. That. They leave him alone, and while they leave him alone, this different, like, 40-foot-tall T-Rex-type dinosaur it, just kind of jumps out of a cave on top of him and grabs him in his mouth. It's a Godzilla-like dinosaur. It has abs. <laughs> sure <laughs> That's true, yeah. It is more Godzilla than it is T-Rex. Well, I mean, if you're hiding in a cave, you gotta get swole, right? Mm -hmm. That's true. Um, so, yes, five breaks out, and the dino goes to bite him, and he blocks it with a rock. He kind of just shoves it in its mouth. And then the dinosaur tries to tail whip him, and Five, like, throws him, like, Solon Gay Bowser style. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, he falls into a cliff wall, and then the dinosaur hits him into a cliff wall, and then Five gets kind of trapped under this boulder, and then out of the ground comes this, like, weird electrified ribcage thing that traps him there. 
It, and that's kind of the last we see from him for like most of the episode. Yeah, how unfortunate that he fell into the random electrified rib trap mm-hmm. that they had set up. <laughs> like this is mm, clever. This fortune is unreal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we cut to two and nine. They're chasing after that raptor one. Uh, they hear the roar behind them, but they ignore it. Two's uh, even like, "What roar? I don't hear anything." It's like, "All right, two." Yeah, so Two realizes he could fly and that can chase a dinosaur faster, so he starts doing that, and then immediately is attacked by a pterodactyl. Didn't see um, that coming. It's a pterodactyl. Yeah. yeah, they call it something else. It's a pterodactyl. I don't care. <laughs> it, it totally is, yeah. So he chases it for a bit. Um, he like does this thing where he like uses his rocket boots to put dust in its face while it's chasing him, and so it crashes into a cliff wall, so he goes to check it out. And, of course, it wakes up and grabs him, and then he is also trapped in the ribcage electrified thing. Oops. Another one! Damn it! Reads <laughs> <laughs> here. Yeah, uh, we cut to nine. He is still chasing this raptor. The raptor realizes it's only being followed by one person now, so it turns around and lunges at him. Uh, they go into this Wii fight zone and start, um, you know, fighting each other. It then starts shooting lasers out of its tail. This is something dinosaurs are known to do, of course. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, nine does. For the record, Nine does not mention that he notices they're robots yet. He does take another few minutes to put together. <laughs> it's going to be a that while. These are not real dinosaurs. I keep telling you guys that, that Nine Nine is not the smartest. And this set of episodes, yeah, Nine Nine not the brightest. I mean, he never saw a real dinosaur. He doesn't know what they're capable of. True. Yeah, I mean, fair. <laughs> Maybe I'm the idiot for being so close-minded. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we see a shot of Nine from the dinosaur's point of view. It pulls back to uh, be like a TV screen, and Ross and Kaylee are watching it on their computer monitor thing. Uh, Kaylee's like, you got to keep attacking them. you got to kill Nine. And Ross is like, no, 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 we're supposed to capture them. And Kaylee knocks him aside and then goes over and turns the dial on the PC up to 11 or something. Can you dino more, please? <laughs> yeah, the dinosaurs are going full strength now, and they keep attacking the cyborgs. Uh, Nine uses his speed mode and dodges some shit, but eventually gets caught. The dinosaur does like a ray beam thing, and yeah, it hits Nine, he falls over. It does the same Magnetron waves that Nine has broken free with his fucking super speed before. Yeah, this motherfucker so. has dodged electromagnetic rays, so I don't know why the right? he's falling he, for this again. He forgets. He forgets he can dodge Constant those. Lives. Mm. So uh, the dinosaur goes to step on him, but uh, Ross presses a lever or something, and the pterodactyl dinosaur flies into the big dinosaur and explodes. It's pretty sweet, actually. (laughs) Then this big dinosaur is on fire, and all of its skin falls off, and it's just big robot dinosaur. It looks like Mechagodzilla. It it wasn't Godzilla. It was Mechagodzilla. And now Nine turns back and goes... Robots. (laughs) Robots. <laughs> yeah, he didn't know. Very good that it it takes until the skin has literally melted off. The lasers and the super speed didn't give it away. Who could say? Maybe dinosaurs are fast. I don't know. I, who, again, who knows what dinosaurs are really capable of? So uh, Keeley is watching this on the monitor, and he's like, "You've ruined everything." And then he shoots Ross. Uh, he then turns to the PC and has the Raptor Dino uh, shoot at nine. Uh, Nine dodges it and somehow slows time down and grabs the raptor dinosaur's laser tail and then, like, uses the laser coming out of the tail to chop the robot dinosaur's head off. To fucking decapitate it. It's sick. Like, it turns it into a lightsaber and just removes its own face. It's awesome. It's so good. It's such a good move. Holy shit. So, uh, Kaylee sees this. He's really mad. He leaves the PC um, and goes outside. He's Uh, like, three robot dinosaurs couldn't kill this guy, but me... Me with a gun. I, I better go take care of this. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so Ross is in fact not dead. He's crawling around the ground, very hurt. Uh, he climbs to the pre-C and presses a different button, and this lets 2 and 5 get out of their electrified ribcage things. Uh, we see Nine. He's on the ground. He's very hurt. Um, Kaylee comes up to him, pull a gun on him, and Nine asks, like, why did you do this? And Kaylee says, this isn't our plan. And is like, oh, yeah. Kaylee says, like, this isn't my plan. And Nine's like, what? I thought Black Ghost was gone for good. So he immediately just jumps to conclusions, I guess, since Black Ghost is surprise. the only person. Yeah, who else would make robot dinosaurs, really? <laughs> um, so Kaylee's like, you're wrong. Black Ghost is always around. You've never killed him in the first place. And the plan, I guess, was to brainwash the three of them into giving up and going back to Black Ghost and then getting the rest of the robot or the cyborgs to show up and brainwashing them. And it's a remake. dino honeypot. Yeah. I mean, because who in their right mind would not want to go to Dino Island? Why would that be your first choice? Of, <laughs> Dino Island. Again, I, you know what? I got to give Black Ghost a lot of credits <laughs> for theatrics. Good stuff. <laughs> like, the man's got the aesthetic fun, down. Fun way to lure him in. Yeah, it's it's like, they could have done the easy thing. Like, oh, your lifelong friend is back and he wants to see you, Joe. Come back to Japan. No, just Dino no. Island. Dinosaurs. <laughs> he, he knew, he knew. There's also a great shot of, of Black Ghost silhouette. And it looks like he's wearing a fedora. And I, yes. I'm so excited to see if Black Ghost's new outfit has him in a fedora. Hmm. I want it. I want to know. You can really add to the style of Black Ghost with a fedora, I feel. Because he's it's already true. got like the big collared cape. It kind of looks <laughs> like he's an undercover detective or something. Right. Yeah, so Nine asks him about Ross. Um, say, and Kaylee's like, oh no, Ross is dead. And so two and five show up and Kaylee starts freaking out because he realizes that a gun is not going to stop three cyborgs. Um, he starts backing up and backs up into the decapitated raptor robot who grabs him and then explodes. <laughs> Show, despite ostensibly being for children, occasionally just gets so fucking gory. It just murders somebody like hard style. Like it is straight up like a Cyberman yep. situation. Oh, he's fucking yeah. Except Yamcha isn't there lying in the corner afterwards. He's vaporized. Yeah, they just don't show you. They're just like, oh, it blew up. Don't we're not looking back there. <laughs> it's yeah. Uh, so we cut to the cyborgs. They have found Ross. He's dying. Uh, he says that he created uh, the creatures to trap the cyborgs. And the nine asks, like, well, why'd you do this again? Why'd you build more cyborg robots? And Ross is like, my expertise is unusable in the outside world. To which you I know was how like, hard it is to get a do job. Do you realize how many fucking people would pay for cyborgs to just be around or to be a cyborg? Right. Yeah. So no. he has a good line. It's like, the only thing I know how to do is make robots. That's all I know. <laughs> you cannot use robots for good. We all know nope, they're you can just only, weapons, right? We can only use for evil. Yeah, he goes on to say that like he couldn't get a job anywhere because he faced age discrimination. <laughs> I, whatever. He was super depressed, so Black Ghost scouted him and gave him a big lab and all the benefits and a four hundred one k. And Ross is like, I, I have a feeling they claimed it was because of like a, or he's claiming it's because of age discrimination, but they were like. Now, you might have some coworkers who are African-American. And he was like, no! Like, <laughs> like, you know it's got to be something like that, something, right? Yeah. It's because yeah. I'm always <laughs> Hitting on the female interviewee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh, Ross knew what he was doing, and then he dies. So that's it. Bye, Ross. So later... So here we go, like... I don't even know Fine. what my notes are saying there. I think it's just like 
five said that yeah. Ross died to save them. Oh, he that's turned what it is, over yeah. a new leaf in the right, end. Yeah, yeah. five yes. is trying to say that, yeah, he turned over a new leaf to save their whatever. Yeah. So uh, then two's... the episode ends, but it has a few minutes of time to fill in. So, yeah. so it just does the next episode preview right here. <laughs> yeah, so nine, th- this part of the episode ends. Nine is sad because he's like, but, you know, it's a good story. I was able to run with dinosaurs for a while. Yeah. And then that, he mentions, he was like, it was a pretty kick ass adventure. And I did get to run with actual dinosaurs. And that's pretty fucking sweet. How like, it's, little did yeah. we know. Yeah, so then it cuts immediately. The narrator breaks it and it's like, on the other side of the globe, there's new adventures waiting. And so we see this like pink lightning storm that's like zapping something like the Acropolis or something. And yeah, this Pegasus. It hits a statue, and it's a horse that starts crying. That looks exactly like the horse at the Denver International. <laughs> yeah, yes. the Illuminati one. The Illuminati horse, yeah, and it starts crying blood, and I immediately started laughing because I was like, "Oh, I've seen this one. <laughs> oh, I know, I know that horse." Yeah, I love yeah that guy. so the lightning hits the statue. The statue crumbles, and like this winged Pegasus chariot that's piloted by a person with short red hair. This is the dude that we saw in two's episode a while back. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, it's really back. weird. Yeah. I just realized another implication. Remind me about this, that they broke out of statues when we get to the end of this. Because Yes. Wait, how'd they get it? Okay, well. Maybe, we'll maybe it's a domain Statue of Liberty kind of situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the end of the episode is like, Nine is like, we forgot all about the cool dinosaur adventure and headed over. They still had a, here's what's coming up in the next episode after the credits as well. So we got two previews for episode 22. Hmm. Um, so episode 22. And this next one's at least a three-parter. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, get, here we go. Episode 22 <laughs> starts off with a bunch of uh, people in church to service. Uh, and there's a bell ringing. And eventually an earthquake starts and people are starting to panic. The thing glass window shatters and people are panicking and then immediately like the glass just kind of starts hovering in midair like it's paused in time and everybody's really confused. And then this Pegasus driven chariot with the person with the red hair flies through the church and out the other side and the priest is like, it's a sign from God and starts praying. So like Apollo was basically like, yo, fuck this faith and decided to just <laughs> style on a church. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, we cut to a suspension bridge. A huge tsunami washes over it. Uh, we're in Paris. The Arc de Triomphe is getting hit by a pink lightning, and this entire city is on fire. So Paris is on fire. That's cool. As usual. Uh, there's a chopper pilot. He's given a report. It's like, the city's on fire. And then they see a light, and the chariot flies by. And then the news anchor is like, we got to go look at that. And the other guy's like, fuck that shit. That's a god. Um, we cut to a TV. There's a news report about the god figure. Uh, one, three, and nine are all watching, and they think it's weird. At Six's restaurant, they're also watching on TV. Some people just start attacking <coughs> Seven for not believing in God. This and is why like, the gods yeah. came to kill us, because you fucking atheists is yeah, basically yeah. the whole gist. Yeah, and Seven's like, I don't know, man. It looks weird. Like, you can't trust everything on the news. And then, like, Six comes out of the kitchen and starts yelling at him and kicks them all out. There's a lot of um, interesting theological conversations in yeah, this so episode. Yes, I want to get into the philosophical and theological implications <laughs> yeah. of this episode. <laughs> we find out that a lot of the team is atheist, and a lot of the team is also not atheist, <laughs> which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel you have a different perspective when you're kind of like a scientific monstrosity. monstrosity? In a, yeah, in a way. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's just interesting, though, in a show that, like, I mean, you know, the original creation was, what, like, 1965? Something, something like, like that. 67, somewhere in there. Like, they just point blank ask, like, oh, are you an uh, atheist? And that's, that might be, like, a Japan versus America thing. But in America, like, 
I don't know. When I was growing up in the '90s, it was still like a little iffy to mention I was an atheist. Yeah. Like, I would still just be like, like after I had stopped being Christian and switched to atheism, yeah, I would still get like people would ask, they'd be like, "Oh, what church do you go to?" I'm like, "None." Mm, I would get really dirty looks. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, Seven takes a phone call in the restaurant. It's Gilmore. They want him to come help out. Uh, we cut to the beach house. Gilmore is showing them a map of Europe with a bunch of marks on it. Uh, apparently, he's been like pinboarding the disasters and tracking where they're going. Uh, the first shot he shows shows them mostly around like southern France, Italy, Croatia, and Greece. Um, he then kind of zooms that out with the map, and there's more marks, and they're all over Earth. And somehow this spells a word in Greek, but I... It speaks gods or something yeah, in Greek. It's and incredible. He was just like, How does he like, project this? Like, he's using, like, a, what is that weird one? The Mercator. Mercator. Yeah, Mercator projection. Like, it's totally, like, it'd be stretched and weird. And then somehow, like, the marks don't look like the letters he's trying to make them out no, as. Not even close. No. It, like, it zooms the word over top of it. And it's like, mm, I don't no. think so. Yeah, so apparently it's a Greek word that means God, but it's missing the letter. So not only is he fluent in ancient Greek, but he also knows when there's a spelling mistake in ancient Greek. <laughs> <laughs> you thought that was a theta, but it was actually a tau. Yeah, so he says the next letter that would spell the word God is on the border of two nations that are at war. And so it cuts to the dolphins with all the cyborgs in it. Um, they're talking, and Seven doesn't believe a God would appear like that. He thinks it's weird. Nine's like, well, a lot of people saw it and cast to be, you know, at least the, the reporting of it's real anyway. Um, Nine six, believes his eyes in the public opinion. Yeah. Six uh, thinks that it's made up and then seven calls him an atheist. Um, they start bringing up like maybe it's a god for cyborgs and three gets super stuck up. Well, and, he, even, he even just asks. He's just like, are you an atheist? And six is like, yeah, I'm an atheist. What of it? Like, it's really weird and kind of out of nowhere a yep. little bit. <laughs> like, hey, guys, yeah. we better all get our faiths straightened out here before we go fight god (laughs) before i have to go kill zeus does anyone here believe in zeus (laughs) okay (laughs) so um yeah they i think seven says like is there even a god for cyborgs and three gets really angry and says like when i talk to god he listens to me even though i'm a cyborg and six apologizes god Uh, three three is just there three is the worst can i just can i just (laughs) lay out there that this episode solidified three as the worst one for me, like, I do not like this lady one. I mean, she grew up in the 40s and she was from France, so yeah, she's probably Catholic, so makes sense. All I'm saying is, she's lucky she's a radar dish. <laughs> <laughs> she needs God tie treating women as objects. <laughs> um, Let me tell you what I think about babies. <laughs> they're incredible. Uh, so we got to the city war zone. I guess this was the place that was on the border. Um, three is watching people dying. Of course, she's upset by this. Um, she doesn't really like her ability sometimes that she can see suffering like this, but can't really do anything to fix it. That's because you're useless. Nine says that everybody has their flaws and weaknesses and they have to find the best way to use them. Uh, Seven just kind of walks off as a snake. I don't know what he's doing. Seven is a I snake love- for like half of these episodes he's for some reason. He's so good in these episodes. It's a very good snake. I originally thought that this was, they were maybe trying to play like a devil in the snake sort of thing, like an Adam and Eve thing. But no, he just likes being a snake. He just likes being a snake. I mean, it's very wouldn't, useful. wouldn't you be a snake <laughs> if you could for a little bit? Sounds cool. I mean, I imagine rubbing my belly on the ground for a while would feel pretty good. <laughs> At least, I would be a snake else, you know? sunning myself on a hot rock. Mm-hmm. Hell, fucking yeah! Yeah. So he was trying to do recon <laughs> as a snake, but he can't get close to the city because there's too much fighting. Um, he says something like, "Humans will never settle their differences. They shoot at each other. It's stupid." Uh, three kind of wonders if there'll ever be no more wars. 
And then Six says the food's Six ready. Six has of been cooking. Yeah, of course. Oh, yeah, he's making fucking kebabs on the grill. Yeah. That's what he's doing. What else are you oh, going to do on a recon mission? So the three immediately turns and, like, something's coming. And so there's an earthquake and that pink lightning from before starts showing up and there's a huge tornado. Uh, they almost get sucked in, but they hide behind a rock. Uh, there's the tornado- a great shot in here of, like, the tornado starts up and everything starts shaking. The dolphin door opens and Gilmore, like, sticks his head out with one and he's like, oh, shit, we should get to safety. And it's like, you were in the dolphin, dude. (laughs) (laughs) We should get in the dolphin that I just walked out of. Like, what were you coming out for? Why did you bring the baby? I love that they have, like, a radar that lets them see hundreds of miles inside the dolphin, but he sticks his head out just to take a look. <laughs> just wanted some air. It's like, you know, well, it's like, you know, you get the weather report and it claims what it is, but you still got to check you outside before you get a jacket on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so the, do- the the tornado just turns into a fire dragon. That? Um, Gilmore's like, I wonder if that's an illusion. And so the dragon thing heads off to the city and then immediately just starts blowing it up, like, huge, like, nuclear bomb style. Um, oh, I guess that wasn't an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there's like a huge yeah, explosion. There's a giant crater um, inside the dolphin. They all go inside the dolphin. And they took a look at the damage on the monitor. Um, they're like all wondering, like, what could do this? And Seven's like, no human could do that. And Six is like, maybe that really is a god. And Nine's like, it sure. doesn't. Yeah, Nine's like, it doesn't matter who did it. Uh, they need to be stopped. Uh, three then immediately spots something in the sky. It's a the huge fireball dragon thing came to the dolphin is now just hovering over it. Um, it turns into that Pegasus chariot thing from before and the guy is on the back of the chariot with the lawn red hair or the it's not lawn red hair it's like fiery red hair it's yeah it's wiggly is yeah. what it is and it's like it's like partially running into his face in a way that it's like part of his face almost he has like, Yu-Gi-Oh weird. side character hair yeah yeah I'm trying to think there is a what's the dude with the blue hair in like Hunter x Hunter am I thinking of it looks I have not like watched Hunter Hunter. Hunter. I don't know. Yeah, I'm out. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Gilmore's like, it looks like a Greek god. I guess the toga gave it away. Uh, so they run outside to look. Uh, Nine asks, like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Apollo. I'm, I'm a god. Kind of just like matter of fact. Oh. <laughs> All right, then. Sun god rides a chariot. Yeah, all, all checks out. Yeah. So he's like, I've been watching you cyborgs for a while. You guys are very powerful. But are you as powerful as god? And Nine's like, you're not a god. And Paul's like, well, if I... If Apollo did all the destruction, and like, are you not? What am I noticing? Well, no. What it is is nine, nine says nine's just like you're not a god, and if you were a god, like no one who does all that destruction senselessly could be a god. Oh, like see. basically, he has a uh, he's making the philosophical true. argument that a god being perfect implies that God is compassionate, which is no. what Apollo then takes and goes, no, <laughs> no, <Nah. laughs> exactly, because the Greek gods were not <laughs> benevolent. Yeah, no. I know. I have a quite, I have a thing about that later. They're, yeah. They, they they really harp on this a lot. Like, you people are gods. You should help people. Like, no. Nah. No, the Greek gods were all about pillaging and violence and sex. A lot yeah. of that. Like, they're trying to make their message, like, kind mm-hmm. of clearly around, like, Christianity and Catholicism. Yes. But then putting Greek gods in, in their place, <laughs> which is... It doesn't fit, but it's very funny because, yeah, every so often they say something and it's like, oh, they're talking to the Christian God, yeah. but they're addressing has, Apollo. Uh, even a Christian yeah. John, yeah, like Nine has never read like Candide or anything. He doesn't know. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so um, Apollo says that like these are warnings for the new world and Apollo is going to end this world and create a new one. And it's like the polluted earth needs to be cleansed. He's oh like, my War- god, and Nine goes, that's not a cleansing. And we're like, yes, <laughs> yes, no. Literally a cleansing. Yeah, no, that is, that is actually... <laughs> Do yeah. go on. 
Uh, six says that like violence doesn't make a better world, and nine's like, yeah, you can work with humans to make a better world. And Apollo's like, so are what? What am I doing? Are you thinking? Or are you saying what I am doing is wrong? Nine's like, yes, it's unforgivable. You killing everybody is like. And Apollo's like, fuck you. Show some respect, and then raises his hand. And uh, this bearded man with fins, who apparently is Neptune, comes out of the water underneath the dolphin. Poseidon. Or yes, you're right. It would be Poseidon and not Neptune. Um. Six falls into the water, but Seven saves him, and then Seven is grabbed by Neptune and like turns into a snake to escape. Again, the snake. Again, thing. it happens a bunch. Uh, he washes up on the shore and meets a Minotaur that shoots lightning out of its horns and gets zapped. Uh, nine saves Seven there, and then is attacked by a panther person with a sword and shield. Uh, Hell fucking yeah! All right, listeners at home, <laughs> try to guess. Write down on a piece of paper who you think the Panther Man is. Which Greek god is the Panther Man? Oh, go Good for the luck. Minotaur as well, because we didn't we didn't yeah. guess the Minotaur either. <laughs> <laughs> um, another new Greek god woman. She is not named though. Like you were saying that it was probably Hera. It's Hera. Uh, yes, yeah. she's credited I, as yeah. Hera. She has like a weird color skin, so I thought in like a big like hat thing going on I thought, I thought she may have been Medusa but um, she uses telepathy to freeze nine she's in just psychic yeah um, and then goes to drop him on the ground but two flies in and saves him Superman style um, four five and seven or four and five save seven from the Minotaur Panther combo and eights there too they all kind of come out uh, big fight Apollo, scene yeah Apollo does his hand wave thing and then lava just kind of erupts around them forming a cage um, Gilmore is panicking because you know the shit's kind of crazy uh, asking one to wake up so he just immediately wants the deus ex machina baby to I need a mulligan we need a mulligan <laughs> I am glad they do have it come up though where they need the baby but the baby is on cooldown and they acknowledge time, yeah. no baby's on cooldown baby's on cooldown <laughs> <laughs> or base no uh, so the lava cage explodes and everybody inside it is hurt. Apollo starts taunting them uh, and then an arrow flies by his head like really quickly and he's, you know, shocked. And then uh, out of nowhere, just this 100 foot green armor that's kind of like Spartan wearing helm um, shows up. Uh, he's Atlas. I'm just going to call him that because that's his name. Yep. On his shoulder, there is a woman in Greek garb toga with a bow. She's uh, Artemis. And then an impa boy who is Pan. Um, Are you ready to hate Pan? <laughs> <laughs> I hate Pan viscerally. Yeah. For some reason, they felt that there's one reason that I like that Pan is in this show, and there's a scene where, well, we'll get there, but it's very funny. But what you need to know about Pan if you're not watching along at home is for some reason they made this tiny creature that does not speak any language and instead just kind of goes. all over it's so it's bad it's the most uncomfortable and annoying thing yes. just a it's clearly it, uh, like it's clearly like a 33 year old voice actor yeah. trying to do tiny child and it's so funny cause like there's a part later on where they have to do tiny goat child performed by a 35 year old in distress and it's so funny <laughs> <laughs> So Apollo turns and says, uh, sister, you shouldn't have done that. And she's like, you have to stop. Um, and it's like, the humans don't believe in me, so they're not responsible for what happened. So, like, you should not hurt them or whatever. And Apollo's like, oh, fuck this, fine, I'm going home. Which he does quite a lot in these upcoming episodes. He just yeah, listens to her and just leaves. He fucks off a bunch. Yeah. Um, so she's like, the humans don't believe in them, so, like, they're not responsible for what happens to the humans, so why hurt them? Yeah, it's when they stopped believing in us, we weren't responsible for them anymore, which explains why they feel the need to destroy them. I guess? <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't know. 
don't understand. The philosophy anything. goes in a few directions. <laughs> I think what they're <laughs> some stuff here, and I'm like, Bleh, whatever. I think what they're trying to go for is like, since the humans of Earth no longer pay homage to the old Greek gods, they don't really care what happens to the humans anymore. I think is what the idea yeah, was. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then why turbo murder all of them? <laughs> why, like, if if you, I mean, I guess it's like when you know you break up with somebody, but you're not really, yeah, you're not really over it. <laughs> yeah. They basically go later. Well, we were invented because you guys wanted us to kill everyone, so that's what we're gonna do. I, I think. Yeah, there's a few U turns. Yeah, there's a part where they imply. Well, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I hope that. I think that comes up later. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. So where was I in my notes? Um. Humans are aggressive. Oh yeah, so uh, Artemis talks to the cyborgs and he says, like, there's a lesson here. People forget about the gods and you'll forget about the gods again so you should pay homage to the gods or something. Um, Nine's like, well, you should tell that to the people that Apollo killed. They don't want to pray to any god that kills them. And Artemis says that humans created war and that's their problem now. <laughs> uh, there's like, well, yeah, she says humans created war before they created us and they only pray to us to vanquish their enemies like basically implying that the collective humanity's will created the gods to then only serve as beings of war which is what (laughs) i mean i guess they're here humans invented us oh what so wait you're below or above i'm confused now (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's also strange, too, because, like, they put this, like, idea of, like, humans created gods before an anguish, and I guess there are gods in the Greek parth- uh, pantheon that do that, but, like, Artemis and Apollo, the best of my knowledge, aren't? Apollo is generally for medicine, yeah. He's a, <laughs> he's a sun god, yeah, yeah so. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, that's yeah, one of the, the things, like, I wonder why they used yeah. Apollo for that dude instead of, like, Ares or something. Yeah, yeah. Ares or, like, yeah. the god yeah, of Mars. War. Like, even yeah, Zeus like, could be believable yeah, as this. Time, yeah. Athena. I mean, Apollo is a right dick, and he did kill a lot of people <laughs> just for funsies. <laughs> he sure did. Yeah, but yeah. to be fair, which Greek god did not do that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, Hera, Hera just randomly turned people into other animals as a joke. <laughs> like, it's, yeah. Well, so she also did that because Zeus fucked anything. So. Yeah. Well, <sighs> Told you, violence and sex. That was the Greek gods. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Uh, smoke comes out of nowhere, covers Atlas, and Atlas disappears. It's pretty uh, impressive. He's yeah, for a hundred foot tall robot. Yeah. Uh, so cut the later. Um, they're all all the cyborgs are sitting around, and two is uh, thinking something's up. It's kind of weird. Four agrees that like these aren't really gods, and he doesn't know if they're real or just advanced tech. So I guess they're pulling off uh, Clark's law here. <laughs> um, Gilmore tracked them home. Apparently, uh, they didn't hide their trail, and so the island of magma is where they are at. <laughs> and then eight is like figures. That's off the coast of Greece. Yeah, I, thanks, bud. <laughs> totally, yeah. Uh, <laughs> they don't like they can't do anything though, because like they don't know how to deal with the gods' powers, and they need to come up with a plan. But then they uh, just charge off to their island. Anyway. Yeah, like oh, we can't. That beat falls these off guys. instantly. They they kicked our asses, but we're gonna fly to their home base. I guess. They did literally say we're going to drive humanity to extinction, so True. we probably do need to handle this. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's, kind of I the think they're kind of the like, yeah. yeah, it's like, we probably aren't ready. We probably will never be ready for this. We got to try. <laughs> yeah. Go get yeah, so our butts kicked again. Gilmore again wonders if they really are gods, and but if they are, who do they pray for for peace? Um, we cut back to six. He gives three this piece of jade. It's um, like a Magatama. Yeah, he says, like, yeah. it's a charm, and I prayed to it when uh, something, I needed something important, and so it shows that he's trying to make up with her yeah. after. Three's like, oh, that's so sweet. 
Yeah. After being like, religion is stupid. And if you think about things logically, there's no way. It's just a crutch. <laughs> and then she was like, uh, and he was like, oh, I'm sorry. I meant, uh, sometimes I believe in things that are fake too. <laughs> like, <laughs> and so four again, being the best character is like, well, I didn't think I would actually get to fight God. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, five responds by saying, like, those aren't gods. God's what you feel with inside of you. And so they approach the And animal. then the episode ends. Thanks. I, I am glad that 004 continues to be the prototype you, Narakumi. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, oh, get to go kill God. Sure. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> uh, so episode 23 starts at the recap of the previous episode stuff. Um, Paladis throwing up, throwing up, Paul showing up, destruction. <laughs> I'm getting tongue tied here. Um, them fighting, cleansing the earth, and all that stuff. Uh, we get a shot of the island. Uh, there's a single orange tree on it. We cut the pan. He's doing Making so many noises. <laughs> yeah, he's trying to climb the tree and get an orange, and he's doing cute <laughs> things. And my God, it is the worst voice. <laughs> oh God. We cannot, we cannot adequately convey just how awful these noises I, are. We're trying, and we cannot make it happen. Yeah, it's really, really bad. Like, oh, I think my favorite moment, uh, probably, uh, oh God, I don't even know. There's a part where it gets blasted off a cliff, That's and the noise is just... It is, but I'm just trying to like will up the noise from <laughs> from me so that I can reproduce it for everybody. So one sec, I'm gonna pull this up as a as, as a reference because I do have a clip of it. Uh, no a wooing. Okay, no, that was the that's the baby floating in the air. Who that's later. That's later as well. Okay, here we go. <laughs> So Pan does his stuff and he gets an orange. Uh, we pan up the uh, rest of the island. See what I did there? That was an old. Uh, <laughs> on the top of the island, there's a temple. Um, Artemis is thinking about the destruction, and we flash back uh, to three in the previous episode talking about war zones. Like, is this the piece you wanted? And, like, she's thinking about uh, the line she said where, in order to experience the joy of renewal, you must experience the pain of sacrifice. And You gotta do a cleansing. Yeah. So, um, she's looking very conflicted, but Pan shows up and gives up the orange and makes awful noises. <laughs> uh, Atlas, not one to be outdone by cuteness, had ripped up the orange tree that Pan was in and brings her the entire tree of oranges, shaking it over her head from a distance of about 30 feet. So they fall on top of her and they laugh. I feel like that's more of a beat the dog on the nose with a newspaper to tell it no. Put that kind tree of back. Moment. Put it back. Put it back where you found it. But she likes it. So we cut to the inside of the temple. There's a scientist guy. He has this huge black beard that like goes down to his waist. By the way, the scientist is like three and a half feet tall. Yes. He also has he, yeah, those he black has the shades. Gilmore build. <laughs> yeah, he has the evil black ghost shades. It's like a brandy yeah. he has. This guy is basically like Dr. Wiley if he used just for men hair coloring yes. and like went jet black all the time. And like no one believed it, but he kept doing it anyway. That's this guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so the scientists wanted the cyborgs to die, and Apollo's like, I don't give a shit about that. And the scientist says, like, the cyborgs are dangerous. They work as a team. That's unprecedented. That's <laughs> such a good line. That strategy is unprecedented. You're so much more powerful than, but yet they still held their own. <laughs> Teamwork? Bullshit. 
Cyborgs don't do teamwork. <laughs> the uh, Minotaur Panther guys are there too, and they're like, "Let us fight! We gotta go fight the cyborgs." And Apollo's like, "Fine, whatever. Go do yeah, whatever." Apollo like really is laissez-faire about this whole thing. He just doesn't want Apollo to be bothered. Apollo shifts randomly from being very into everything to just not giving a shit. Yep. And it just seems to kind of vacillate between scenes. Yeah. Yeah, so Artemis walks on in and she's like, the cyborgs, like, we know that the cyborgs are weaker and uh, it's not worth killing them. And the scientist is like, you know, no, no, they're very dangerous. They use teamwork. And so she backs off. Uh, Apollo wants to know why Artemis doesn't want to kill them because she's acting very timid towards them. And she says that she doesn't want to kill without reason. Without reason. Uh, and if they interfere with the plans, uh, she'll fight them off. Uh, she says, like, if we which they already have exclusively and quite clearly said, we're gonna go interfere with the plans. <laughs> yeah. We are planning right? to like, interfere yeah. with your plans. Yeah, she says yeah. that, like, if we kill without reason, then we're no better than the humans. And Apollo's like, yeah, sure, we'll go do it your way. <laughs> yeah, right. whatever. <laughs> yeah, uh, the Minotaur starts dissing Artemis for being such a softy, but Apollo says, "Fuck off! Don't yell at my sister like that." Uh, on the dolphin, they see the temple on the monitor. Uh, three can't see inside. Apparently, there's some sort of like techno babble shield, so she doesn't know what's going on. Useless. Seven says uh, it looks like Mount Olympus because it has all the whole Greek stylings going on. Uh, two and four is like, oh, you know, it looks like it's a god's place, but it's not actually gods. We can't keep saying they're gods. And nine's like, well, it doesn't matter who they are. We can't let them destroy Earth. <laughs> I like four's rationalization too of just like, look. If we ever want to get in our heads that we can win this, we do need to stop calling them gods right now. <laughs> we do need to start calling them equals so that we can kill them. Truly really cut yourself <laughs> down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Set yourself up to failure. Yeah. Um, they all agree that they need to stop these guys, and so they decide to do some recon. Apparently, Seven is going to sneak on in while two, three, four, and 9 run some diversion stuff just to get their attention. So we cut over to a beach. Pan is jumping around like an idiot. He finds a starfish. And he then has a weird, like, I don't know, vision of himself giving the starfish to Artemis. Like, I guess this is just how he gets his jollies. He makes more noises. And he makes so many noises. Ugh. Yeah, so he's doing his whole deal, making noises. Two spots him, immediately pulls a gun and shoots at him. <laughs> watch, watch the clip. Watch the clip on Ty's Twitter because it's... <laughs> Fucking great. It, it's so funny. It's so funny. I'll, you know what? I'll make sure to put a link to that tweet in the description for this episode because it's unbelievable. <laughs> I think more funnier than that is they go up to the cliff where he had fallen over and they find him he's knocked out. And two starts getting angry. He's like, how could you shoot on a kid? And two just kind of looks at her and shrugs. <laughs> yeah, she's like, yeah, I'm a jackass. <laughs> yeah, you know so, me. Apparently, Pan's tail is hurt, so three puts a bandage on it, and he like kind of looks at her shocked when he wakes up, and then runs off. Also, two hot com- girl like Artemis. Yeah, two complains like he's got to go tell everybody, but like four has was... the smuggest grin on his face. Like, dude, that was that was the plan, <laughs> That's my the dude. Plan. We we're trying to distract them. They're supposed to know we're here. Yeah, so three's like, that's weird. Pan is a cyborg. Why would they have a cyborg on the island? That is weird. Fair. Why would there be a cyborg? Yeah. So now the real question <laughs> is if the, and here's the thing there is a valid question here of why is there a cyborg and it's not why is Pan a cyborg and it's if they're all cyborgs why did they make Pan? <laughs> like, that's the yeah. real question because like the other ones it's like oh this guy shoots lightning bolts and fire stuff and can fly everywhere and this lady just has mind bullets and shit and then Pan <laughs> just kind of you know? 
it's all it's horrible so, monster. I guess it's either that or you pick Cupid. I mean, do you want a fat chubby? I guess Eros, a fat chubby boy with you a bow. You could just not make a small one. <laughs> you could just only make the useful ones. No, you got you got to have one or the other for the merchandising. Um, so we cut the pan, uh, telling Artemis, uh, the Minotaur Panther guys say that like, oh, we should just go kill the cyborgs right now. But Artemis says like, well, um, you know, fine, I'll fight them. They attacked first. That's fair, I guess. Apollo's like, well, listen, we can't all go out there because that will make us look weak if we all have to go out there. So Minotaur and Panther dude, head out. And Artemis is like, um, they know they can't win, so why do they show up? That's strange. Uh, Pan runs off elsewhere. Seven jumps into the water and becomes a snake because now he's doing recon. Just loves being a snake. I mean, mm. again, yeah. So on the cliffside, two, three, four, and nine meet up with the Minotaur-Panther combo. Um, the Panther combo, or the Panther has a laser shield. So he has a sword and a shield, but the shield suits lasers. I, As I it know. does. Yeah, the Minotaur. Yeah, like huge lasers too, I might add. Like we're talking like five foot diameter laser beams, <laughs> like really unnecessary ass lasers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Minotaur has a, uh, his horns shoot lightning out of them like before. Uh, five start shooting at, or four start shooting at him, but the bullets do nothing to them. Uh, nine and three, or nine drops three, and then like goes and starts wee fighting the panther and kicks and the panther it, in the face. Oh, weird! The panther also has acceleration mode. It's just so fast. Panthers are very fast. They're quick this. creatures. Yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's a god, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. So nine falls, and then three shoots the panther to save him, and then when this is all happening, Pan comes up and bites the panther's leg. Not the leg. The, oh, the shoe, the boot, the shoe. Yes, yeah. the heel. You're right. Oh fuck! I didn't put that together. Did you not realize that? No, I didn't. <laughs> so, Pan bites the Panther Man on his Achilles tendon, and he falls over. He like starts running around in super mode and doing donuts, and then just like <laughs> blows up. Like basically, his super mode just is clearly imbalanced so only one half of his body is going super speed and the other half is going regular speed and it turns out that's very bad yeah i read that for you i read that entire scene wrong because i guess i wasn't paying attention yeah so um he has the line i'm undone by a child and then dies um three we they uh nine and three go over and three says something to the effect that the boots made him go fast and pan broke it that's weird uh, Artemis. And he bite, yeah, like they look at the boot and it's like clearly cyber tech, like burning out kind of stuff. Like it's like, oh, he's he's also a cyborg. By the way, in case you didn't catch it, they do come up and say who this character yeah, is that's now. The next line here. When Artemis, Artemis walks up. Yeah, Artemis shows yeah. up and the comforts Pan because Pan was doing Pan things. She walks over to the Panther and apparently that Panther was Achilles. So if so. you said furry Achilles. Good grab. You got it. Yeah, good job. That's if on you. Thought Achilles was a panther, I guess. But see, <laughs> yeah. as soon as like the panther was called Achilles, and yeah, Achilles heel, which yeah, uh, I was like, well, okay, who's the Minotaur then? I know it turns out the Minotaur is just just you know the legendary Minotaur. Minotaur. Just the Minotaur. Just, you know, <laughs> the one in Creed. Well, they the panther made... was Achilles. Yeah. They could have made Achilles like a horse. That would have fit better, I think. Nope. But panther. Panther. Does panther. It keep... Yeah, wait, has, were there any panthers in Greek mythology? I feel like there was, like, a distinct lack of panthers. I mean, there's actually going to be a much worse animal that's going to show up in the next episode. <laughs> oh, I think God. so, yes. <laughs> yeah, so three says that Pan was trying to protect them. That's why he stopped uh, Achilles. 
Artemis and his like, heel. <laughs> yeah. Artemis says, like, you came to fight, so I'm going to give you a fight. And so starts shooting arrows at three. Uh, Nine saves three and then stops uh, uh, Artemis, like, grabbing her bow. Uh, Nine's like, you can't stop violence with violence. Uh. And Artemis is like, that's how gods work, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> that's what um, we do. He tells her that she's a cyborg just like him. And she says, it's the final form that all gods take. And she's going to cleanse the world. And she gives that spiel. Uh, yeah, she basically pulls, we are gods. This is just the form we decided to incarnate as, which, like... I guess. Makes sense, given the ending, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Um, so Apollo shows up uh, and starts glowing. Um, he asks Nine if their power is equal. and Let's find out. So he starts shooting fireballs everywhere. Nine does this we fighting. Apollo also does this we fighting. Uh, we cut to two and four having trouble with the Minotaur. Um, we cut to the dolphin. It's being attacked by Atlas now in the water. Atlas just kind of walked over underwater and started shaking the dolphin a bit. Yeah, like to be clear, Atlas, Atlas is, is like buds. It seems yeah. like Atlas is like Atlas instead of being a man who holds up the world is just a tremendous golem. Yep, is all it yeah. is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, eight shoots uh, torpedoes at him or something, but a whirlpool drags them under. Um, Eight, or nine starts being chased by Apollo and um, his gun is doing nothing to... Like, Apollo is just, like, invincible. He can't really do anything. He's a god! So, yeah, so Apollo shoots him in the shoulder and he falls over and then taunts him saying, like, if you defy the gods, you must have more than speed, right? And then, <laughs> and then nine the has... Line. <laughs> he says... He says to Apollo, all I have is faith in myself and, like, shoulder checks him? <laughs> And falls over, and Apollo's like, what the fuck, dude? And then shoots <laughs> like, him in the chest. <laughs> really, dude? Really? Yeah, so he shoots, like, a nine right in the chest, and nine falls off a cliff. As he course. does, as is his other superpower. Yeah, and three gives a big Joe as he falls off. I demoted nine in the tier list. <laughs> For this scene alone, I'm like, nope. This line. No, nine, nine. Your super speed is either really good or completely fucking useless. And that line, I'm out. You're you're down at fifth now. You're you're you've gone down one. Faith in myself. <laughs> it's super it's like so it's good. protagonistic ass shonen bullshit. <laughs> and it's funny too because like he does this heroic scene and then immediately after he just weakly shoulder checks this it guy who work. shoots him in the chest. Yeah. He fucking fails. <laughs> oh, yeah. So episode 24 starts as more recap. Um, it's all the stuff we've seen, so I'll skip it. Uh, the dolphin's mm-hmm. underwater. There's a bunch of torpedoes coming at it. I don't know who shot that, maybe. An Atlas. Who's Atlas? Shoots Atlas. Atlas. Shot a bazillion missiles. From missiles. His whole body. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like his chest opens up, and inside there are hundreds of missile pods uh, because these are definitely gods. I've <laughs> never seen a fine. Gundam shoot missiles out of its chest. So. <laughs> yeah. um, someone wakes up for like 30 seconds, makes a barrier, teleports the dolphin out, and also teleports the torpedoes back at Neptune and then Atlantis. Or Atlas. Hey, thanks, one. Yeah, it pulls that shit out of his ass. So um, <laughs> shit explodes, and eventually Neptune, I, I should say Poseidon, sorry. Uh, carries Atlas back to the beach. It's yeah. fine. It's the same. same guy. Let's, let's be real. These oh, yeah. have very little to do with the originals anyway. <laughs> I, I, I know that decided. someone's going to be like angrily tweeting at us. Saying, yes, You're not getting the gods right. Yeah. But I have decided that one can't be in the tier list anymore because he's just so clearly the most powerful one. He's in his own tier. Banned from competitive play. He's, he's banned. I have to and, now and tier everyone else. he's got such a small hurt box. So, so many combos <laughs> drop on him. It's really frustrating. <laughs> Servot looking ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, so we cut over the two and four. They're injured. Four's out of bullets. The Minotaur uses the lightning, but like he kind of misjudges how much power it uses. And so the rock he's standing on collapses and he trips. So two flies over and shoots him in the horn and the horns explode. And so he can't shoot lightning and the Minotaur's like, oh no. So he retreats. We cut the nine, uh, or sorry, we cut the three looking for nine. Uh, Apollo's saying like, oh, you're never going to find him. It's time to die. But two swoops in and saves three and flies out over the ocean. Because three for the 15th time in these episodes has an enemy pointing a weapon at her saying, I'm about to kill you. And she goes, "Mm, please don't. (laughs) And then someone else takes her away. I would prefer if you didn't actually. My whole question here is what happened to four? Two just kind of leaves him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He gets back. He found his own way home. (laughs) I mean, later on, he's back on the dolphin. He's fine. But, like, it's... He caught a bus. Here's the thing with four. You can trust four. Like, if you don't know where four is, you can assume four is fine. (laughs) So, um, Apollo turns to Artemis and tells uh, them to come back to the temple. We need to have a service for Achilles. Um, Artemis thinks about Nine's words that like having the faith in self and she feels conflicted about something. This is how she gets hot boy syndrome. He throws out that one liner and she suddenly starts swooning. (laughs) Back on the dolphin, uh, Eight leaves to go look for Nine because apparently he found the ocean so they have Aquaman go do it. Um, He doesn't find her by the way or find him by the way. Yeah, two and four are uh, hurt so they're kind of dealing with that. Five thanks one for waking up and saving everybody, and uh, <laughs> six lampshades. This is like it's a good thing that one woke up just in the nick of time. It's like just like he always we does. We sure were about to die. Don't personify your bad writing. You know, come on. Uh, two and four say like, hey, you know, we got hurt out there, but we had some good teamwork. And so good for them. It, it's so funny. They're like, well, we lost, but we did good. We're improving at the matchup, you know. Mm. <laughs> Gonna watch the replays after this. <laughs> oh, so we cut the seven. He's on the island. He's still doing his whole snake thing. He turned into a mouse too. I guess he needs some time in mouse form. He's just looking around. He spent the entire like episode slash fight scene slowly sneaking into the palace. He does get in there. He does. Snake is on a sneaking mission. Mm-hmm. Um, we cut to the dolphin. Gilmore is saying like, "Those aren't gods. They're cyborgs." And it's like, I guess. But I wonder. We know. I, wonder. We, I mean, you told us this last episode. We know. He's like, I wonder who made them and why. Who could it be, really? That nice would job. Make... Yeah. I probably didn't know them. Yeah. <laughs> three says, like, three says that all they want to do is end fighting on Earth. I was like, I admire their goals, but not their methods. I hate three so bad. <laughs> well, I mean, the ends probably justify the means. What are the means again? Oh, uh, exterminate all life. Okay, maybe not this time. <laughs> you can't. Uh, you can't have any people doing war if there's no one to do war. As I tap there my forehead, um, we see eight swimming around looking for nine. Nine is on the feet, the sea floor knocked out. Again, air is seemingly not a concern for these robots. Uh, Artemis just comes down swimming and grabs him and takes him to the beach. Uh, at the temple, we cut to that. The scientist is saying that like the gods are doing a bad job with these cyborgs. And Apollo's like, fine, dude, I'll kill them all tomorrow. Just let me, tonight's a memorial service. We have to say goodbye to Achilles. Fuck off, dude. We got a viewing tonight. Yeah. Uh, the scientist leaves the temple and as he walks out, we see Seven, who is a mouse, thinks that he's like, oh, that guy looks familiar. Uh, just then can't place it. Nowhere, this hippo man picks up seven and tries to eat him. I, a hippo man wearing like a ballerina thing? So, he says when this happens, 
Holy Hippodrome! Um, the Hippodrome was a Greek theater. So, the, like, it's a really, wait. really stretched pun. Hmm. It is. Like, that is what it actually is, because he's in, like, you know, drama clothes. Yeah, so they just made a physical there's incarnation a, of the Hippodrome. There's a fucking hippo. Which is a hippopotamus. It, I, it's so I, weird. I thought it was going to be, like, another Greek figure or something, but, like... Nope. I, in the far as well, apparently episode, no. they, they have given him a Greek name in this version of the show. Normally they just call him Hippo Man. Hmm. They called him Nerus in uh, in this one. Sure. <laughs> the wiki just says he's a strange anthropomorphic hippo god and a red rough and tutu who is unable to speak and appears to serve no purpose. <laughs> Cyborg zero zero nine. You know what? There has never been a more accurate representation of a side character in media than and serves no purpose. (laughs) Yeah. So the hippo god picks up seven, who is a mouse, and tries to eat it. Eat seven, but seven turns into a giant boulder. Of course, the hippo bites down and has ouchies, and then he turns into a cat and runs away. I have a question about his transformation power. Up to now, we've seen seven turn into different things, and obviously his volume can change because he changes to different sizes. But when he turns himself into a rock, the hippo like falls immediately to the ground, like the rock weighs a ton. Mm-hmm. So can seven change not only his volume but his mass? He would yes. have to because otherwise, like if he was a snake that big, like he has been a huge snake. He yeah, would so, be like the yeah. lightest snake. Because in the like, world. it doesn't make sense that he would be able to fly as like a bird before yeah. if he was weighed right. a person. So that means if he can change his mass, he is immensely more powerful than we thought. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've had him a second on my tier list just below <laughs> one the yeah, entire like, time. Basi- <laughs> yeah, basically he's only behind psychic barrier producing teleporting baby. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's only he, he basically is only behind the person whose powers can only be described as are a causal. <laughs> Don't follow logic or reason. Like, they just happen. That's, yeah. Yeah, so uh, the he runs off as a cat. Uh, the hippo person chases them around for a bit, and then the hippo person turns a corner, and he finds that Seven has turned himself into an exact replica of this hippo. They do a weird thing where they mirror each other's movements for a while, and eventually... Seven gets the hippo. They do a Looney Tune skit yep. is what happens. Yeah, the yeah, hippo falls over. Seven is the comedy routine, so he does a comedy routine and then leaves. Thanks, yeah. bud. There's no point to this at all. The hippo does not show up the rest of this episode. Nope. Uh, Nine wakes up on the beach. He fan- finds that he has been bandaged and his wounds are somewhat healed. Um, Artemis is there sitting on a rock. She tells him not to move because he's still hurt. Nine asks uh, why she would do this. She says that she wants to show him her viewpoint. It's because she has hot boy syndrome. Mm. Just kill this nine. Uh, humans have been fighting since the dawn of time. They fight over everything, including land, religion, greed, politics, jealousy, whatever. They never learn. They're idiots. They don't pray to gods for understanding or compassion, but for victory. And so they, nine's like, yeah, you're right. Humans are kind <laughs> Good of point. Yeah. And she's like, well, why are you on the human side? And he's like, well, before I was a cyborg, I was a human. And you were too. And not all humans behave badly. And she's like, well, most humans do. And Nine says, not all humans. <laughs> it literally says, not all humans. Yeah. And it's like, you're going to destroy all humans. That's not godlike. It's extremely godlike. <laughs> it's even yeah. Christian godlike. I mean, yeah. the yeah. flood. Yeah. Arbitrarily turning someone into a pillar of salt for looking the wrong direction. Very cool. <laughs> yeah. And good. If Nine has any sort of Christian values, it's New Testament and not Old. Yes. Yeah. The priests yeah. and the orphanage kind of shied away from the old stuff. <laughs> 
so nine questions if she really is a god and she's like um thinks that like she's a human that was made into a cyborg and nine's like uh nine thinks that apollo's aggressive nature means that either he was a human that was turned into a cyborg or that humans are reflections of aggressive gods which makes sense because the greek gods are very human and their yep. vices yep. messy drama bitches yeah <laughs> Uh, Nine asks if Apollo is really her brother, and she's like, what, how am I supposed to answer that? I don't have any memories of my childhood, and I can't prove to you we're blood-related. And she's like, fuck this. You should uh, leave the island or you're going to die. It's not a good idea for you to stay here. and No one else will listen to you on the island, so stop trying to talk to us. Goodbye. And she walks off. Delete this number. Do not try to call me again. Yeah. Uh, two shows up, I guess, and takes him back. That's the end of that scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they talk. It doesn't matter. We've been looking um, all over for you. We cut to the temple. Um, there's a memorial for Achilles going on. Uh, Atlas has the world's Would biggest bomb. Would you like to hit this booth? <laughs> they're, they're all drinking, but for some reason, Atlas is, is a sippy cup slash bong. It looks like a bubbler. It absolutely looks like just a yep. full-filled bubbler, like with the lower chamber, the top. It's... Absolutely, like everyone's like, "Hey, we don't have enough for this guy, big guy, to drink," but he gets super blazed. <laughs> he loves it. <laughs> it's growing wild all over the island. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Artemis comes on in. Uh, she presents a flower to the cask of Achilles or whatever. Um, the scientist guy is there. He's super suspicious of her. Uh, Apollo says, "Like tomorrow, we're gonna kill all the cyborgs," and she's just like, "Maybe you shouldn't do that." But um, the Minotaur guy immediately gets angry. Uh, they, uh, they know all about her talking to Nine. And it's like you need to stay away from the cyborgs; they're bad. Oh yeah, there's a cut of Hera just standing on the on a cliff, being like, "Don't be deceived." Oh yeah, Artemis. I forgot about that. Yeah, she it comes saw. out of nowhere, yeah. and it like it doesn't like affect the scene at all either. No, no. it's I guess that's just how they know because Hera's psychic. So she tries to explain uh, what her and Nine talked about, but Apollo just says, fuck it, no, and immediately gets angry. Uh, she tells Atlas and Pan, it's like, listen, you two need to follow Apollo's word now, not mine. And she throws her cape down on the ground and leaves in a stompy, stormy tantrum. I'm quitting. Yeah. The scientist stares at her evilly. Uh, back on the dolphin, Gilmore is sciencing four back to health. Nine comes in and they ask him about the bandage and he has a like fade cut that implies that he told them everything about Artemis. Side note, uh, Four's shirt is off here and he yeah. looks even more like a Muppet with his shirt yeah. off. He looks like a marionette. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that's kind of the idea too because yeah. they brought up a couple times like when everyone else was getting like regular poisoned, he's like, oh, I'll be fine. I don't have many I'm human parts more left. More robot like, person. And also, he's one of the earliest built ones yep. too so it would make sense that he would have some like bigger, clunkier kind of component. Yep. So like, just his whole peck being one unit makes a lot of sense. <laughs> he also has like silver bug eyes, but yeah. That was before he was a cyborg, though. <laughs> we know that's that. true. Yeah. In the flashback, yeah, he, had he just too. always had that. <laughs> that's just <Yeah>. him. <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, nine tells them about Artemis. Uh, six says like, well, she has a strong argument. <laughs> uh, eight says that like, yeah, most advances in most scientific fields come during war. It's not and, true. Uh, four says that um, humans can evolve into something better given time. And three's like, yeah, we can always adapt. Uh, six says that he wants to believe in that, but... And nine's like, no, no buts, positive thinking only. <laughs> Five has uh, read the secret. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Seven enters. Uh, he tells them about... Uh, He's like, yeah, I was snooping around. They have this weird scientist dude that looks like this. And he turns into the scientist yeah. guy. Well, it's great because everyone's like, what does he look like? He's like, well, he looks like, oh, wait, right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he turns into <laughs> him. He's like, oh, wait, right. The thing I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> love Seven. 
Yeah, so uh, Gilmore uh, says, like, he turns into the thing, and Gilmore immediately recognizes and saying that that's Gaia. Um, he was Black Ghost's number one scientist. So we get a flashback. Um, it shows Gilmore and Gaia doing research. Side note, in this flashback, Gilmore has the black Black Ghost sunglasses. He does. And he looks mm. a lot more evil. Yeah. Uh, his nose is also sharper. It's like yes. uh, more angular than round. Which, Much eviler. Yeah, very evil. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, apparently he did some research with Gilmore, but he had a big ego and wanted to do research on his own, so he broke off. Uh, he thought that human characteristics should have no place in the cyborgs' uh, developments, and they show, show a scene of Gilmore arguing with him, saying like, "Why is like why would you delete the memories? It gives the cyborgs perspective. They use their powers better." And Gaia says, "Without emotional baggage, they will become gods." You know, do you get and, it? like for for the for the record for the record. Gaia was probably right because the other ones did immediately rebel. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. For, for the record. I mean, if you I don't mean, have like emotions, Gilmore, you're a killing machine, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pure, purely quant- quantifiably, according to the results, Gaia was right. There you go. <laughs> Uh, so back in the present, two thinks that Gaia probably kept doing these experiments, and that's why there are these god cyborgs around. Um, Nine says, like, well, that's weird, though, because Artemis had human emotions like compassion and sympathy. That's weird. It's like they're mixed results. My question is, if your whole deal is to make cyborgs in the f- name of gods, why would you pick the Greek ones? The Again, Greeks. The most fluffy baby bitch gods. <laughs> yeah. Just Also... If you were trying to make cyborgs, but remove any and all traces of humanity, that's a robot! <laughs> we already have those! Black Ghost <laughs> is lousy with them. It's just a robot! You just described what a robot is! Yeah, but it's got flesh parts, which makes it better. <laughs> so, Eight wonders um, if the others have flaws like uh, Artemis. It's funny he considers compassion and sympathy flaws, but I get, I get what he's trying to say. Um, Seven says that it's like, oh, oh yeah, by the way, uh, there's a lot of energy under the temple. Uh, there's this weird, huge machine, and it shows like a flashback of the science machine doing science energy things. Uh, one wakes up, makes his crib float like 15 feet off the ground. Is like, <laughs> because yeah, he knows he's got to give exposition here. Yeah, he's like, the world's in danger. They can destroy an entire planet with that power. And it's like, yeah. And so Four's like, yeah, they're cyborgs, not gods. This isn't so he bad. He straight up explains here what he says is, he's like, okay, so they basically have the same psychic powers I do, each of them individually. And that core is like making it way more ridiculous. So basically he reveals that A, they're cyborgs. B, it's like a collection of ones that are more powerful than one. They're all meaning ones. they're. <laughs> They're way more dangerous than gods would be. Be afraid. So, yeah. It's like, oh, that's that's the most terrifying thing. Oh, they're just all acausal entities. They can just do whatever they want. That's not great. You, yeah. you literally have established a threat show. Congratulations. But at least yeah. they all have flaws. And I think we already know what Apollo's is. <laughs> he dumb. So, um... Yeah, so he says, like, they can destroy the entire planet. We have to stop them. And Four's like, oh, well, they're cyborgs, not God. That's not so bad. Uh, we cut the outside the dolphin. Uh, nine is looking off into the sunset, sulking, and three says, "Like this fight could be very deadly." I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> on the island, Artemis is there. Uh, she's like, "Oh, well, I'm not a god." And she's she's sitting of... on a cliff's edge, completely alone. So you know that this is yeah. going to go good. She's having like a crisis of faith. I guess it would be kind of disturbing to realize you're actually not a god, but. Um... 
uh, Gaia shows up. Uh, he says that, uh, he tells Artemis, uh, sorry, Artemis says that she is not talking to Apollo again. You should leave. I'm not listening to you either. Uh, and Gaia's like, you know, that's fine. It's okay. You're not talking to me. I made you as a god, but your programming is flawed and that's troubled. And uh, he shoots her. <laughs> yep. There's the end of that. Oh, she's, she's powerful enough to keep Apollo in check, but gun. <laughs> My one mm. weakness, a gun. A gun. I mean... Do you think, like, since he made her, he just, like, had a kill switch Maybe. for her abilities and he just turned it on and she just didn't even notice until... Like, it seems like that's one of those things of, like, if you thought you had magic powers that could protect you from a bullet... True. ...and you didn't, it would just, it would just look like you were surprised. It would, it would just, be like, pretty weird when suddenly a bullet hurt a lot. But, but look, you cannot program yeah. a back door in your cyborg. Someone <laughs> will find it. It's just asking for the NSA to come in. It's true. I mean... But they don't have emotions. <laughs> but they're perfect, Serena. You don't understand. <laughs> yeah, so um, <laughs> the next day, one is making plans. Apparently, I thought the baby made the plans, not the yeah. fucking... Not, not four, Gilmore. who is the natural leader, or eight, who has the well, combat no, tactics. No, no. I don't know. Four is the leader when one's asleep. the technical understanding. Yeah. Right? Yeah. If one wants to sleep, they need another leader, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so one, seven, eight, and Gilmore are going to go to that power core thing and destroy it. The others are going to go fight the gods, attack and dethrone them, maybe. Yeah. Um, on the island, we cut over. The gods are ready to fucking lay it down too. Uh, we see Gaia wonders if the cyborgs are more powerful than the gods, and he laughs menacingly. Uh, we cut the pan running around. Apparently, he's looking for Artemis, and uh, she's just lying in the water, face down. Oops. Oops. That's and that's what the episode ends on. <laughs> So I can't wait for the final showdown of the gods. It's going to be uh I where do you go from here? I don't know, but we are going to find out because I do know that the next episode is going to tie this all up, wrap it up in a bow all neat like. So we're going to have three episodes of after they literally fought gods. <laughs> I feel that after gods is probably the sports episode. I feel that that's True. the correct pacing. I'm, I'm feeling a baseball yeah, 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 episode yeah. coming There's in. Definitely like the comedy episodes coming up. Like yeah. So oh, here, here we go. We're gonna have uh, finish this arc. We're gonna have a comedy episode that has a lot of six and seven. We're going to have let's say five's backstory episode. Yeah, um, and then I think the next plot hook comes in. That's who, my call for the next one. Who are the ones I'm that gonna have say six, yet? seven, and two play baseball <laughs> and have trouble hiding that they are in mm. fact cyborgs while they are playing yeah. baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Five is just a power hitter. He can. Uh... <laughs> Do you think we'll ever have a one backstory episode? Oh, they're going to, of course. We will because his actual name is Ivan Whiskey. Okay, I need to know what's up, what's up with that. <laughs> <laughs> Question regarding the power levels and abilities as we've been discussing. Mm-hmm. So, Seven can just turn into whatever. Mm-hmm. This is established. He can change his mass and volume to match whatever it needs to be. Now, if he turns himself into Babe Ruth, does he know how to hit a ding? Ooh. 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 Uh, so you're asking if he has like he a taskmaster thing where he like right. knows. Yeah. Right. Or would he, yeah. would he can have he just Babe understand Ruth's muscles but not the actual mechanics? No, I, yeah, I so like, like he no. has his own muscle memory, but another person's muscles? <laughs> I, I feel like no, because I think the thing with him is he is an actor. 
Right. So right. his thing is he transforms into other things and can act like them, which is actually pretty smart of Black Ghost to take an actor and make him the shapeshifter. I don't know why I mean, he kidnapped the ballerina can, and made her... You can have Brad Pitt over but... to my place right now, and I'll tell you right now, I'll cook his ass in Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. No acting, you're going to get him out of that one. Like, <laughs> I don't know, he probably spends a lot of time on the set doing nothing but playing video games, so... <laughs> so I think Seven could pretend... To be a sports person and then utterly fail at actually doing it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that's where we think the line is. Right. Okay, I agree. So the second tier list. Now that we know one is banned, <laughs> uh, the cyborgs you want to hang out with the most and maybe have a beer. My a personal four? order goes four, seven, two, one, and then that's yeah. The so list. when we say tier list here, are we talking about their powers in like fighting and being just powerful? We're we talking about hanging out with because that's a completely different. I'm list. talking about hanging this out. This is with not the hanging out. I just want. To, I would hang out with seven. Seven. Yeah, yeah honestly, my I'll, power yeah, tier has four and seven. <laughs> I feel that seven could have a good time partying and we could chat a lot. So he seems six like six would a, yeah. cook like everything for the crew. If you were having a potluck, you'd want him along. Ooh. Yeah, but uh, yeah. You know, like, personality-wise, I don't want to really talk with him so much. He's kind of a jerk. True. Yeah, I, I just feel like I feel like if I had seven and two out to party, I just would need four to be cyborg dad to keep the other two in check. <laughs> <laughs> like, I feel like four is just mandatory, mm-hmm. and then everyone else is like afterwards. You can pick whoever. I feel like you could do that one Andre the Giant quote about beers about five. <laughs> he just continues to drink yeah. <laughs> just the whole time and you talk to him at like 2 in the morning and he's just like yeah whatever dude what about 8 are we, are we leaving our pal 8 on the floor you I mean know? he'd be fine to have a beer with or something but it's not like the life of the party that 7 is yeah but you kind of yeah, need like, your, you need your middle ones in the party right you can't have yeah. everyone be the life of the party then you yeah, just that's get true. Like, if I just wanted to chill like 4 and 8 would be cool yeah <laughs> well that's why I think I think 2 would be good to have around too cause like he's a little bit of a tough guy a little bit of this stuff so if you like kind of roast his nuts a little bit he'll probably be <gasps> you, fine with you it you know and he'll put a laugh it up you to do the stupidest things and he would do them yeah, 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 exactly. Like, you'd be like, yo, I bet you can't. Well, the problem is I was going to say climb a really big tree, but that would be quite easy with jet boots, <laughs> actually. That's the normal drunk dare that happens. I bet you can't climb on top fly. of that frat house and steal a gargoyle. <laughs> fly overhead just, up there, just slam a couple of beers, and then dump down again. Now you're talking about, like, them drinking beers and climbing frat houses. Like, I want to see the backyard wrestling with these guys. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I feel like this fucking five could kill it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you ever seen a jet man fly a hundred feet in the air and then spiral down and crash into a literal gorilla? Like, <laughs> it's going to slap ass. It's going to rule for sure. <laughs> How much beer do you think Gilmore can drink? He seems like a lightweight. He's an older dude. Older like, dude. He's mm-hmm. also like four foot 11. Like... But I, I feel like the other guy, the one I play go with, and I completely forget his his gay partner. Yes, he could totally drink all the sake. Oh yeah, Kazumi, like he seems like the dude who'd be drinking sake all day and not giving a shit. Yes, my morning coffee yeah. and sake. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. Second breakfast. Well, next time uh, it'll be episodes twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven, and twenty eight. And um, who fucking knows? Who can say? Who can say? <laughs> who, who, who fucking, Episode who, who fucking knows at this point? 
Yeah, like, <laughs> like probably. We were joking about turn A. Like, how are we going to predict how wild turn A goes? And I was pretty close by the end of it. There was zero percent chance I was getting. And then number five does a suplex on a dinosaur. <laughs> like, yep. <sighs> Damn. Well. Until next time, space anime. I mean, like, we killed God. That's got to come for something. Next time. Space anime. (laughs) Bye.